you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. On this episode, we dig in on the Las Vegas Raiders, who are in the midst of a season as unprecedented as we've seen in the NFL, both for what the Raiders have dealt with off the field and how it's now permeating into the win-loss record, which finds the Raiders at 5-5 five and five after 11 weeks, tied for third in the AFC West and very much in contention or a playoff spot. A pretty miraculous accomplishment when you consider since week six, their head coach resigned over an email scandal. Their rising star receiver, Henry Ruggs, released for his role in a deadly car crash. And their other 2020 first rounder, Damon Arnett, released for flashing guns and making death threats on social media. NFL Network Steve Weich will join us to sort out the bizarre nature of this Raiders season. But first, he recounts how we got here. What else can happen, Kevin? I don't know. What else could happen? Hall of Famer Kurt Warner had no idea that when he uttered those words during the broadcast of the Raiders' week one victory against the Baltimore Ravens, they would come to epitomize the Raiders' season thus far. It started off great. That actual play called in week one in overtime, propelled the Raiders to a wild 33-27 win and a 1-0 start. Carr's going to get the shotgun snap. They blitz from the side. It's picked up. He throws an arching pass down the side. It's caught at the five. Touchdown, Zay Jones. The Raiders have won on a touchdown pass of 31 yards. After the Raiders won another overtime thriller in Week 3 against the Dolphins, they were 3-0 atop of the AFC West and looking like the team everyone's been waiting for to fulfill its playoff potential. After a loss to the Chargers, they were 3-1 heading into Week 5. Then everything changed. 
On Friday, October 8th, two days before the Raiders were to host the Chicago Bears, the first bombshell dropped that would send the organization into a tailspin. And this comes courtesy of the Wall Street Journal. John Gruden, in an email from 2011 during his time as an analyst at ESPN, sent an email using racist language to describe Union Chief Demore Smith. In that email, Gruden referred to Demore Smith as Dumb Oris Smith and said that Smith had lips the size of Michelin tires. Raiders owner Mark Davis and the NFL quickly condemned the comments, calling them abhorrent and appalling. But despite the revelation, Gruden coached that Sunday in what turned out to be a 20-9 loss. After the game, Gruden was defiant about addressing the email in his post-game press conference. All I can say is I'm not a racist. I don't, uh, I can't uh, tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to to D. Smith, Um, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. And uh, I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had uh, no, uh, you know, I I, I had no racial uh, intentions with those remarks at all. But um, yes, they can. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not like that at all, but I apologize. I don't want to keep addressing it. That would turn out to be the last time we heard Gruden as head coach of the Raiders. The very next day, the New York Times published a report that revealed more emails from Gruden using homophobic and sexist language. The homophobic comments were especially troubling, considering Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib recently became the first active NFL player to come out as gay. The backlash was too much for Gruden and the team to bear, and by Monday night, Gruden resigned just four years into his massive 10-year, $100 million contract. But his resignation turned out to just be a tipping point of more bad things to come. Raiders star Henry Ruggs has been charged with DUI resulting in death after this crash this morning. Around 3.40 a.m. on November 2nd, prosecutors say wide receiver Henry Ruggs was driving his Corvette 156 miles per hour seconds before he crashed into a Toyota RAV4. Now, police say one person inside the other car is dead. Detectives say Ruggs slammed into the back end of that other car. Ruggs right now is at UMC with non-life-threatening injuries. Authorities say Ruggs had a blood alcohol level twice of Nevada's legal limit when he rear-ended that car, killing the 23-year-old woman inside. Ruggs currently faces up to 50 years in prison if he's convicted on the four felonies and one misdemeanor he's charged with. The Raiders, who selected Ruggs with their 12th pick in the first round of the 2020 draft, released him the same day. And if that wasn't enough, just six days later... Today we waive Damon Arnett. That's Raiders general manager Mike Mayock on November 8th telling reporters why they cut Arnett, their other first-round pick from the 2020 draft. There have been a series of bad decisions over the last year or so, but we can't stand, we cannot stand for the video of Damon with a gun threatening to take a life. That video Mac was referring to was posted on social media showing Arnett flashing multiple guns at the camera while directing threats at someone he says he would kill if they show up at his home. Mayock called the content unacceptable and accepted blame acknowledging Arnett had issues coming into the draft that the Raiders felt they could help him overcome. That video 
ended their hope. For the Raiders, all those incidents have understandably forced football to take a back seat, and there's still seven weeks remaining in the regular season. But if time heals all wounds, the Raiders are hoping winning can too. Steve will join us when we come back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back again here with Steve Weich and, and Steve covering the league for as long as you have. You've had, you know, the misfortune of covering some terrible situations around the league. And while we're not necessarily comparing situations that the Raiders have dealt with, which we've just gone through to what what we've we've seen in other areas of the league, but to provide some perspective on how the Raiders are dealing with it, how have you seen off the field situations permeate through an organization? Yeah, I mean look, and my my big basis for comparison was just being on the front lines covering the Michael Vick dog fighting That's right. um situation back in 07 with the Falcons. Because it was organizational, it was personal. Um, it was very different than this because of course. there was a, there was a the, the criminal element of your star player bringing this cloud over an entire organization. This is different elements of an organization. Yeah, just blanketing, basically checking just about every box. Yeah, of of dysfunction and turmoil and horrible tragedies. I mean, oh. just awful. Just, just ahead, awful yeah. tragedies. But to go back, like to the Vic thing, right? Michael yeah. Vick was one of the first one hundred million dollar yep. NFL players. He was must see television. Of course, Georgia Dome was rocking. So when he got caught up with this, I mean, ownership 
and leadership for legal reasons kind of had to step to the side, right? They couldn't say anything because anything they did would be held against them in a court of law. So they, they left this up to Bobby Petrino, the new head coach, to kind of deal with the circumstance. Whereas what the Raiders are doing, you had a leadership at the beginning of the season. Remember, team president Mark Bedane, who was a longtime confidant of Mark Davis, steps down, as did three other executives, they're saying, for some financial Accounting irregularities. Right. That they say could go back for years. So now they've hired an outside firm for that. So there's a leadership void, right, in structure. But they moved Dan Ventrelli, who's done a fantastic job. He's a former CFO. Done a great job in in kind of filling that void. But then all of a sudden, you lose your head coach for these emails that he sent when he wasn't even your head coach. Right. As part of an investigation that has nothing to do with your club. Yeah. Right. So now the Raiders are like, why did the league wait? Right. To do this. You know, right. why was the timing of this? It seems, you know, kind of a sabotage type thing. So now they're feeling defensive, like the league's picking on them, while at the same time they're feeling embarrassed because they hired a coach with they, this who, type of background. Right, who they who they thought they knew, right? You know, and, and so but this was a coach who had sweeping power. Yeah. So now this affects the locker room. Right. And, and so you've got players who bought in. These are players that were brought in by him. Right. Okay, so it's left tremendous vulnerability across the organization. Right. Now, when you look back at where blame lies in all of this, especially with the Gruden side of things, I mean, like, there's no way Mark Davis could have known that those emails existed, right? Or, or well, is there or is there some culpability? No, he, he, no, no he, he, he clearly did not know the emails yeah. existed, which is why he's so furious. Yeah. Right, like, why... Okay, why did the league shield these from us? They had they had these for months now, right? Before they informed the Raiders that they had them, right? Or at least weeks. Okay, so why were they hidden? Why weren't they disclosed right away? Okay, um, again, the timing of it. Right when they were rolling, their team was rolling. Right, I think they were five and two or, or somewhere along that when when these came about. So. To me, the only blame you could place at Mark Davis when it comes to John Gruden was the fact at the original hire. It is the biggest day of my life right now to have him here to run this organization and be the leader of this organization on the field is going to be phenomenal. And uh, that's how I'm, I'm excited. Right. He went through a bunch of sham interview processes knowing that John Gruden was, was going to be his guy. Right. He, could have, he, could, he, might have, he passed up on the Kyle Shanahan's and the Sean McVay's and guys like that who might have been able to get his organization a better place faster than Gruden did. So by hiring him so quickly and giving him sweeping powers, to me, that's the only fault. But who saw fault in it? Everyone, everyone celebrated. It was heralded as this reunion, this return of the great Raider back right. to lead this franchise and has now led them down a very different path, uh, which, you know, of course, ultimately now has seen two other very unfortunate circumstances with Henry Ruggs' situation uh, come into play here. And, and look, I, I don't... The vetting is done in a very thorough manner for all of these players that any team ends up selecting in the draft or bringing into their franchise. And, and without, you know, experience, without prior experiences, it's very tough to say, you know, this guy could be someone who eventually does that. I mean, like, that's very tough to kind of put two and two together there with rugs. Um, but again, I mean, it's, and then we get a couple of weeks, a couple of days later, you get the whole Damon Arnett situation, yeah. which just casts further shadow upon an organization already in turmoil. Yeah. I mean, look, the Henry Ruggs thing, you talk to people who, who scouted him, who yeah. vetted him. No one saw this coming. Right. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, uh, he had missed, you know, on terribly tragic situation with one of his friends dying in a car Correct. accident. Bad, bad sense of judgment. Yeah. 
but he killed a young lady yep. and her dog, DUI. I, you know, you can vet all you want. As young people from the time, especially now, with the awareness and the publicity of DUIs, driving while intoxicated, things that you know about it. You know about it. And so, with the resources that are available to these players? Uh, Uber. You know, they've got they've got other things besides Uber. Right. Know, other things to them. You know, they could get limos. I mean, people are going to comp them stuff because they're NFL players. That's why it's unfathomable. It's, it's, it's unfathomable. So you have that. But in terms of, like, vetting... You just you know you you're not going to see that yeah happen now Arnett they knew yeah right and that's why GM Mike Mayock came out and was like look I knew this dude had some issues right when he was in college we thought we could help him we thought we could but it just very painful decision we spent significant time effort and resources trying to help him in all facets of his life they tried to put the right structure in place to support him correct and allow him to you know maximize his potential on the field while becoming a good citizen off the field clearly it didn't take but right here here's the dynamic now and this is where the raiders have found themselves in a tight spot mike mayock the general manager came out and took the heat for arnett yeah but mike didn't have final say on personnel right john gruden did right right so is this something where gruden was like i don't care about his issues i want him here because he fits what you want to do or was it Mayock who went to the mat, you know, for some of these players? And that's the dynamic now moving forward. Yeah. How much of this is on Mayock or was he overruled by Cruden on some of these personnel issues that have blown up on him? And how that affects this team in the future is going to be a storyline to watch. But have you started to see the toll? of these issues for the Raiders start to show up on the field. Three-game losing streak here coming off this latest loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm glad you said on the field because as someone who's not there day-to-day, you don't know how this wears on an organization. And the fact, too, because of COVID protocols, we're not in locker rooms. Right. See, these were things when I was going through the Michael Vick dogfighting. When I had gone through situations where there have been, you know, accidental suicides or or things that I've covered, I was always able to gauge the temperature pretty quickly on how by being around them by being there and seeing how organizationally and how remember these guys are in their twenties now and how these young players deal with adversity that most of them had never have had to contend with. Right. Right. And so on the field you can see it. The first two losses, they've lost three straight. Yeah. First two losses, boatload of penalties. Yeah, boatload of turnovers. But then they come out this week and they let Cincinnati come into their building and just house them, right? And all you heard is we were flat. Yeah. We didn't have it. We had penalties in, in critical situations and extended drives for them against our defense. I thought we were playing well on defense. We gave some big push in there. We expected to get some runs out of them. Their team that was really running the ball well and playing well in pre- play action. And so I, we have to look at the, you know, how the penalties actually hurt us and then, you know, why we're so out of sync right now in offense. It's been a little bit of a, um, ongoing theme, obviously, right now we've been talking about it for the last three weeks. So uh, we have to look at what we did poorly and see if we can fix it. So now you lose your coach, right? You win a game on adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. That adrenaline from that happens. And okay, then you have to rally and try to, when one of your teammates is in the situation, yes. not two of your teammates yeah. are in the situation. Eventually, you know, that adrenaline tempers and reality hits. Right. And even though they play hard, when you got Max Crosby and Unique Ngakwe and these guys just laying it out there. Yeah. But then you, the mental, like it's going wrong again. It's starting to turn south. We don't have right. a veteran locker room right. of guys who were 
kind of built a certain way, say, we are going to get through this. There's not a culture in that building. Like, we are going to get through this. That has not been established. So I think you are on the field yeah, seeing some of the results. Again, a lot of it is football fundamentals. Right. But these are people who have to go home and exhale at some point. And I think right now that exhale yeah. is a little bit more long-winded than it has been. And so then what happens here if the losses continue to pile up for the Raiders as we close out this 2021 season? What does Mark Davis do to reshape this organization for the future? We get into that after this short break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the Raiders sit here on the heels of a three-game losing streak, now five and five, and still in the playoff picture in the AFC, but the way they're playing, it feels like it's much more of an uphill battle than the record might indicate. Back here with Steve Weich on NFL Inside Report. And Steve, if the trend continues here for the Raiders and the losing turns into a losing season, what does Mark Davis do to reshape this organization here moving forward, understanding the immensely challenging positions that Mike Mayock, the general manager, has been in and in turn, interim head coach Rich Basaccia has been in to try to figure this thing out in the midst of all this turmoil. Yeah, that, look, and they're in the process of trying to figure that out now. Right. Um, and, and that's information that I do know. Um, and, you know, and look, besides the trend continuing, their schedule is no joke. Yeah. Okay. So, but look, I know that Mark Davis has got 
a group of confidants and they're trying to figure it out. Because you remember, Mark Bidane, the team president, right. this is a longtime leader in that building. Right. Gone. Gone. So they've got that element of it. Okay, and that's important because they've got a new stadium in a new city they've been in for two years. They've got a lot of business relationships that yeah. they've got to maintain to, 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 I'm sorry, they've got to continue to maintain and expand, right? And this is a city that has fully embraced them. I mean, Vegas as a whole has fully embraced them. So they've got that part they've got to figure out. Then when it comes to the football part, you have to say, did Rich Passaccia do well under these circumstances? And do you want to go there? Is Mike Mayock the guy? Because he was the GM who drafted Cleveland for a fourth overall who yep. can't play, right? Yep. And then, you know, Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett, or was it Gruden? I mean, these are things that Mark Davis knows. I'm not going to speak for the future, but uh, right now he's, he's the general manager of the Raiders, and there's no reason why he shouldn't be in the future. So they're having to weigh all that. And then if you do make a change, what are you going to do? Because this is organizational. Yeah. Are you going to give a head coach the sweeping powers you gave John Gruden? What's going to be your vetting process? For things like these. Are you going to go young? And then, are you going to keep Derek Carr as your quarterback? Right. That's that's a, that's a huge piece of this whole huge. decision. Who has played very well at times this year. Some of the best football of his career. Right. And deserving of that, like, hey, I'm a franchise quarterback. Quit asking these questions about my future with this organization. Uh, type of distinction. But still, the outside circumstances around him continue to warrant those questions. But, right. Well, first off, a lot of the questions that, that Derek had to ask about his future over the years, yeah. those didn't come out of thin air now. Right. Right. <laughs> those didn't come out of thin air. Those came from inside the building. Right. Um, but in terms of what do you do? I mean, do you just make a colossal, you just moved, I just talked about, yeah. to a city that has fully embraced you. Do you completely blow it up? Are they ready for a rebuild? Right. Do you go into straight, do you make a play for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? Do you make a play for Deshaun Watson, who'd be coming for baggage that you're trying to run away from? Yeah, that seems like a no. Right? Yeah. If if two is available, yeah. do you bring him in? Yeah. You know, there, there's all there's going to be so much quarterback moving around the league as a whole. Again, for the third straight offseason. third straight yeah. offseason. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be available. Yeah. I mean, so what do you do, and who do you go to yeah. do this? It's it's And who makes the call? I mean, you just think about at every level of this organization. Yeah. There could be sweeping changes, and that is a lot. That is a lot for an organization that operates as a family-run business yeah. by Mark Davis as a single entity. This isn't even like the Rooney family in Pittsburgh or kind of a venture capitalist-type organization like yeah. the Panthers are going through. Yeah, This is a different, as we've known from Al Davis on, kind of a rogue organization that does it its own way. How have you seen Mark Davis try to lead this franchise through these last two months here. And he certainly was vocal on the Gruden right. situation. I understand it's a bit more tricky with ongoing legal situations like Henry Ruggs is dealing with, but do you feel like he's got what it takes in terms of you know trying to be the stabilizer as the owner, as the face, as the figurehead for this organization to pull it through and move it forward? That's a great question because in knowing Mark, the way that I do, one thing I really respect about him is he knows what he doesn't know. And isn't afraid and, to find help. Correct. And yeah. he will reach out, which is why he's got people together to touch on certain things. I mean, yeah. I know one of the people in his circle is Tommy Smith, the former Olympian from Mexico City. He and John Carlos raised a fist. Yes. The black gloves, right? So with some of the things they're trying to do on the civil rights community inclusion issue, he's, he's yeah. called Tommy. He's been a friend of his. 
to to help him with that, right? So Mark's not one of these all-knowing owners. Yeah. And so I think he's reaching out. Is he reaching out to the right people and everything? That's what we don't know. That's the part. Sure. Right? Because, I mean, you look at the John Gruden hire, like that he did on his own. Yeah. And again, the early signs we saw this year, it seemed like it was working. It was, finally. Yeah. Like they had finally turned that corner. Right. So... Right, the big win over the Ravens in week one, right. you know, the raucous environment with fans finally at Allegiant Stadium, and it's just gone off it's, the rails. But, and, yeah. but we see this in the NFL, I mean, with different ownership groups. Like, you see what's going on in Houston, and people are like, that's a rudderless right. ownership thing. Then you see some of the corporate things, like in Seattle, which is a Microsoft right. thing, where the ownership really has nothing to do other than striking the business deals and cutting the checks. The football operations, sure. So it's... It's the Raiders are one of these organizations that are kind of in an island in a desirable location, yeah. making a bunch of money with the potential to make a bunch more. You have the draft coming there. You got all these things that the Raiders are going to be affiliated with. Pro Bowl this year. Pro Bowl is there. East West Shrine, Shrine game, game this year. Yep. Right. And so it's it is a daunting task, but it's also it's a desirable. Yeah. It's a desirable location, I think, for the right people. Now, here's the one thing. I don't know if Mark would ever reach out to the league and say, hey, can you guys help me with this? Because of the relationship that the well, family and that he no. has with the league. Yeah. Especially after the email. Feeling scorned there. Absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like it's safe to say there's no more pressure on any one single owner in football than there is facing Mark Davis of the Las Vegas Raiders, both now and into the start of the next season here in the NFL based on how they steer this shit moving forward. Well, I mean, there's certainly there, in Houston, there's a Houston in Miami, yeah, you know, wherever, Houston. but, but with the amount that they've uh, gone uh, through uh, here in correct. Vegas, correct. And especially again, I keep saying it is a new location in yeah. a city that it is, it is a new market where the growth potential is insane. Right. Yeah. And you know, the league is all about growth potential and money. Right. So, but in Mark, again, this guy's heart is like, I mean, he he wants to do the right thing so bad. In all facets, In right? And we've seen facets. that throughout the Raiders' history, really, Correct. with the Davis family. And, and, and Mark is more of a softer touch than his dad. Sure. Like his dad, like, okay, you, you, I, I got no use for you. Right. Mark's right. a little bit more forgiving. <laughs> right. And and so yeah. I, I just think he's got a lot of pressure. And that's why I think, you know, with all the stuff that's happened, the fact it's happened now has given him some time yeah. to kind of maybe step back or to really immerse himself in this. So again, I guess it depends on who he's listening to. Right. He's got too many voices in his ears, and if the ones in his ears are, are the trustworthy ones. Huge decisions lie ahead to figure out their place in Vegas and their place amongst those looking to retool, rebuild uh, in the NFL. And the, and the Las Vegas Raiders with a ton of important questions, and Mark Davis has got to be the one to answer those at the very top. Steve Weich with fantastic perspective on what the Raiders will do moving forward. Thank you, Steve. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We greatly appreciate it. We'll be back with you on Monday. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Poroshka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.